Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The liturgical scripture readings for the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Exodus. The whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, Would that we had died at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, as we sat by our flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. But you had to lead us out into this desert to make the whole community die of famine. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will now rain down bread from heaven for you. Each day the people are to go out and gather their daily portion. Thus will I test them to see whether they follow my instructions or not. I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, in the evening twilight you shall eat flesh, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread, so that you may know that I, the Lord, am your God. In the evening, quail came upon and covered the camp. In the morning, a dew lay all over the camp. And when the dew evaporated, there on the surface of the desert were fine flakes like hoarfrost on the ground. On seeing it, the Israelites asked one another, What is this? For they did not know what it was. But Moses told them, This is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. What we have heard and know, and what our fathers have declared to us, we will declare to the generations to come, the glorious deeds of the Lord, and his strength, and the wonders that he wrought. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. He commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained manna upon them for food and gave them heavenly bread. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Man ate bread of angels, food he sent them in abundance. And he brought them to his holy land, to the mountains his right hand had won. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I declare and testify in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. That is not how you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard of him and were taught in him, as truth is in Jesus, that you should put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceitful desires and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new self, created in God's way, in righteousness and holiness of truth. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, 
Amen, amen, I say to you, you were looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. So they said to him, What sign can you do that we may see and believe in you? What can you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the desert. As it was written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. So Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave them bread from heaven. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, Kevin, we are doing the readings for August the 1st, kicking off the month of August with the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And you have a little bit about a new podcast Yes, going on. yes. I have a major announcement here through uh, uh, KPVM Studios here and Matra Day Radio. We are now podcasting. So... Uh, you have a couple ways to join the Sunday commentary. Um, if you go to matradayradio.com, you can just look up our um, link and just click subscribe. Or you can go to some of your favorite podcasting, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, any of those. Uh, type in Sunday commentary, Matra Day, and you'll find us. Go ahead and click that and subscribe, and you can take us anywhere you want while you're on vacation or wherever you are. So that's a wonderful news, and we'll keep on uh, letting folks know about that. Uh, before we start the readings today, I also want to mention that August the 6th is the Feast of the Transfiguration. Of course, we see Peter, James, and John getting a glimpse of Christ's divinity with Moses and Elijah. Uh, this was a feast that came became widespread in the West in the 11th century and was introduced into the Roman calendar in 1470, 1457. So please remember August 6th, we have that wonderful feast day. Let's go ahead and move into the commentary today. Okay, yeah, we're going to hear a common theme about a lack of faith. And you know, Kevin, this happens to us in various ways and shapes and forms. And it's just when we come against up against something that challenges us, something that upsets our apple cart, you know, we might have a tendency to kind of revert back to what we did before old habits. And they didn't necessarily work so well when we were doing them. That's why we why we got into some new habits. And we find that with the first reading today, um, the word the reading begins with the words, the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. Now, these are the same people who experienced the saving power of God's mercy when the angel of death passed over Egypt and who only a short time earlier, they were kept safe by God's power and might as they crossed through the Red Sea. And sadly, like I said, this is the truth about human nature. You know how quickly we forget that God loves us and he's blessed us and he's given us so many wonderful things when life gets hard. That's all we can see. You know, it's easy enough to put on an outward appearance of faithfulness and thankfulness when everything is going nice and smoothly in life. But it's in that aftermath of a crisis that we need to stop 
look back, figure out where we are, what it is that we're supposed to be doing next. And if we allow that chaos and confusion to take over, you know, we might just miss what God is trying to show us and where he's trying to lead us. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And really to hit that comment on the theme, you know, people would often rather go back to what's known, even if it's harmful or destructive, right? And that's the, that's that uh, initial tendency when you're in the crisis. Uh, and I have a little quote, I guess it's an anonymous one that I'm, I'm not aware of the source of this, but it says here regarding hope. There are seldom, if ever, any hopeless situations, but there are many people who lose hope in the face of some situations. And so I think that's what we really see here. And oftentimes when folks are in a crisis, <laughs> they'll often start blaming, right? That's the first thing. And you see here, as you mentioned, they blamed Moses and Aaron, right? They didn't blame God for leading them out. They blame, hey, wait, you are the one who did this. <laughs> You're the one who made this difficult for us. And, and yet the response from Moses is a beautiful litany of, of a trust in God. And, and we see here, um, I'm going to pick out the fine flakes like hoarfrost. And hoarfrost are like needle-like ice crystals that, that you see in, in a, a dew in the morning. And, and the interesting thing that I want to pull out here is the fact that God was actually answering their prayer, but yet the people didn't realize that God had answered their prayer. They looked at the hoarfrost and kind of said, what is this, right? So oftentimes, again, when you talk about maybe aftermath of the crisis, you look back and say, wow, God really was leading me through this, even though I didn't see that. So God is calling us to new life. God is calling us to trust in him. We don't know that future, but we do know that the one that we're trusting is indeed trustworthy. And I think that that is a call for then putting away our old self and wrapping ourselves in a new self. And that's what we see in the second reading, isn't it, Carla? Yeah, it is. In his letter, St. Paul tells us to stop living our lives the way that the rest of the world does. And he reminds us that baptism gave us new life in Christ and that we are to live in righteousness and truth. As baptized Christians, we are all members of the mystical body of Christ. And with that comes grave responsibility in how we live. It seems that a lot of times Catholics live with a kind of false sense of security, believing that somehow they're going to get an end of life pass just because they're Catholic. When in reality, we have an even greater obligation to live righteously in the eyes of God than the pagans do because we're supposed to know better. And we will be judged not only for our acts that are sinful, but also on our lack of action that was also sinful. Yeah, yeah, true. We have the the superabundance of all the sacraments you're right we should <laughs> we should know better given all of those graces and uh it's you know salvation is a gift that we can accept or a gift that we can reject and it's through our actions that we decide that and i, I pulled something out of the catechism it's uh, paragraph 1696 and it says this there are basically two ways the one of life and the one of death and between the two, there is a great difference, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we have to choose, right? Much like we put that trust in God and, and the Israelites did in the first reading, we have to go ahead and put the one, we have to wrap ourselves in that way of life. We need to call on our spirit to renew us, not only in mind, but in body and all of our attitudes and bring that bring that basically that persona and that lifestyle into society and show that, yes, this is worth living because it is ultimately one that gives me happiness and, and gives me hope. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we have gospel here. Of course, you know we're in August now, as you mentioned, Carla. The the weather's heating up. Boy, I mean, we are going to heat up with some gospel readings. <laughs> so why don't you start us off with the gospel comments here? Yeah, there's a lot going to be going on here this month. Okay, so but in this gospel reading, the people in the crowd. Now remember, they have just witnessed the multiplication of the five barley loaves and the two fish. So they're asking Jesus now to give them a sign so that they can see and believe in him. Really, they're asking for a sign. Okay, they were already convinced that Jesus is a holy man of God. You can tell this because they addressed him as rabbi. And they wanted to make that leap of faith to believe in him as the one sent by God, the Messiah. You know, that that's tell us something, show us something so that we can believe in you. And Jesus continues the discussion, reminds them that Moses and the the manna in the desert, that that was um, the bread of heaven, but he is the bread of heaven that's come down from the Father, that it, it was God who gave this to them. And so they're saying, well, give us this bread, right? And he invites them to take the leap of faith. Yeah, so we invited him. So here's the question then is when they say, what sign can you do? You know, prove to me that you are God. Um, I guess the question is, <laughs> you know, would, would they believe him if indeed he did show them a sign? I don't know. What do you think? I don't think so because, Kevin, there is too much at risk. Let's face it. The scribes and the Pharisees, he wasn't very popular. <laughs> he just wasn't a very popular. He was he right. was fascinating, but he wasn't popular. There were a lot of people who didn't like him. That's a like good distinction. Him. Yes. So if I... Do get on board. Let's just, I see this wonderful miracle. If I, I have too much to lose. Uh, My hands are already full of stuff that I want to hang on to. And if I let yeah. go of what I've got, I have to let go of something to take what you're offering me, yes. to take what Jesus is offering. And it's like, uh-uh, I'm not willing to take that risk. Right, right. Good. I mean, think about, you know, if you were in good standing, you were admired by your peers or you had success in some ways. You're exactly right. What Christ is asking you to do is say, put that down. Like, wait a second. I don't want to put this stuff down. I like it. I'm, I'm on the, the right side of society. I don't want to be on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, very true. And, and what he's asking, though, is to put down those things to accept true life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a difficult thing even today for us to do, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, kind of guess in summary, Jesus gives us you know, amazing great things through the Catholic Church. We, we have a beautiful faith. He gives us the Eucharist. He offers us eternal life. Um, you know, a question is, I guess, does society recognize us as the bread of life in society today? So it finishes this way. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and who believes in me will never thirst. To be continued next week. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. <laughs>